Welcome to The Way Freedom Flies. I'm Anthony, and here we go again. We have just uh, stupidity happening, but we have to look towards God and all of this with the real world stuff. So we are grounded, right? So we have a good foundation moving forward. We have people right now that think it's a good idea to still send money to Ukraine. It wasn't a good idea to, to begin with, but we're still having people wanting to send that money. We still we have senators. We have a turtle and a... Um, and a, somebody likes to stick his nose in places, uh, two senators that are leading there that want to add in, in the NDAA, the uh, a 702 FISA expansion, which allows the FBI to spy on Americans even more. You know, when you start seeing these things, we have to be grounded in God. We, th- this is a thing where we can get emotional about something or look at something I, I me personally i don't like to get emotional i like to take a step back and then look at what's going on and an understanding of god why is this going on and how do we use you and you use us then to correct it we know that this is wrong we know it's going against your foundation your principles of what and the rights that you have created us with how do we correct it right the for the FISA expansion, the spying on Americans, right? That's that God doesn't want you to be spied on. God doesn't want to, to uh, entity to have control over you. I mean, He even gave you free will to make your own decisions if you want to stray away from His guidance. But what's interesting in all that, right? With this expansion, the 702 FISA, is that Speaker Johnson did remove it out of their bill, but then the Senate decided to add it in is it's a direct violation of the Fourth Amendment. Now, with those people doing this expansion and, you know, wanting it, I think that there needs to be a huge consequence. It doesn't matter that it was passed and be a law, right? In fact, other things that have been a laws have gone away or been said, no, this is, you know, going against your endowed, you know, <laughs> rights, even the Bill of Rights. Bill of Rights were created to keep the government um, knowing their limitations, and they're still trying to push them. But these are things that need to be, you know, addressed, need to be taken care of, need to be pushed forward so that um, these ideas of independence, of you own stuff, of you are your own entity, and I think if we were able to do that and push that more, we will then succeed in kind of pushing back against government. And we're starting to see this. I, at least I am. I'm kind of paying attention and you start, you know, you see memes out there, right? Memes kind of show you, oh, yeah, this is what um, the me- the memes kind of give you an indication of what people are starting to think. And as memes get more likes and more, hey, this is kind of cool. Yeah, you're kind of right here. I think that little um, poking of these memes <laughs> shows you, uh, and people's accepting the memes are saying this is the um, groundswell of where people like to be, of where people are going towards. And you're starting to see that more and more. New York Times wrote an article, a hit piece on the Dilly meme team. Why is that? Why are they going after a whole meme team, right? You think a news organization would have better stuff to talk about but they don't because the memes are creating the culture the memes are creating and touching people and getting them into a realm of support for you know donald trump or whoever it is support for that idea 
where the mainstream media, the newspaper, the New York Times used to be that area. Now the meme, right, may not say everything, but it says enough for the person to think about it, the person to agree with it, and the person to go through and now have a difference of opinion of what, you know, maybe a news article wanted to portray. And this is huge. You know, the Dilly Meme team and a lot of the memers out there, I have to congratulate them on the huge amount of uh, ability that they've been able to push out there and get people behind. And I just, I really enjoy it. It is amazing to watch. And I congratulate them for being able to do it. I am not a, uh, you know, able to design or do memes or anything like that. That's not me. I'm technical person but I really really like to see stuff like that and we'll see what happens going into this election year I think that there's going to be a major uh, ability here that um, everyone looks at numbers and everyone that you know uses uh, I can't say logic. I'm trying to think of the word here because I was going to say, oh, yeah, they look at logic. But no, that's that's not true. <laughs> that's not true at all here. Um, I mean, I, I look at logic, but, uh, you know, I think they look at trying to identify a result and what people think need to happen. Both parties do this, but they don't realize what needs to happen. I don't know if I'm making sense you know they think that we they have to adjust their um uh, adjust their view move towards a different um idea move towards a different um voter pool in order to you know gain new voters instead of say standing on principles of what they are to in to show the current voters that's where they are to gain those voters um you know support and then be able to show other voters we stand on this you know there there's an interesting um ability to um the interesting ability to kind of just say, you know what, we have to move always. We have to be changing always. While that is true, you have to be, I think it's more of you have to be adapting to your surroundings. It isn't that you want to change your foundation to be able to do it. You know, moving a house is a difficult proposition, right? You, you got to take the house off the foundation and move it. And when you do that, it could be unstable, it may not make it, and you may have a disaster in front of you. While it may succeed, um, that's not the easiest way to do it. Why don't you build your ex a foundation, be very strong on the principles that you are, and then expand your house to where, what you, else you want to include in it. And I think that there is, I think taking that approach, you know, in politics is a very, you know, logical step. Now, I, I get it, you know, there's people out there that, you know, their foundation is the medical freedom. I get it. There's other people that are um, economic freedom. There's other people that, you know, less taxes. There's, you know, uh, you know, less government, all this other stuff. But I think it's all intertwined. And what I mean by that is that... We have to kind of focus on the greatest issue first, right? Um, you may have an issue that you're really die hard about, and I have a lot of them. 
Um, but the big thing about being diehard about one issue is that we have to go through and make sure that that issue can, is it an urgent issue that people are, you know, going and voting on? And while you may say abortion is one of those issues, I think it is, it may not, I don't know if it's the highest on up there. I think it's, you know, one or two on the step down, but it isn't a very important issue that may or may not get somebody out to vote vaccines and vaccine freedom, the COVID stuff and the shutdown and everything else. That I also don't think is a main issue. I think it's a, it's a just underneath the surface, kind of like abortion, maybe a, a step down a little bit from that, depending upon where you are in life, if you're having kids or, you know, you're religious or, you know, you believe in Jesus, whatever else. But I think that that is a little bit underneath, you know, abortion, you know, just raking it and just watching people online. That's how I'm kind of ranking it. The number one issue, though, that I think we a lot a lot of people don't that a lot of people are just missing um and the, the, I get it you talk about your thing but I think you also have to spend a lot of time getting people in of this is the best way to get back on track because once you take care of this main issue then people will go in and say you know what I want to pay attention and you know there's another issue I have here but now since I, this main issue is gone. I can actually pay attention and put time into this and put money into it more importantly. And that is economics, right? I don't, I didn't pay attention to the FOMC meeting today. I've been buried with, um, a whole bunch of stuff, but been buried and, you know, I've been got my head up to give you guys a podcast here and economics is crucial, right? You look back at it and when people were having um, ability to spend money on stuff, they were actually focusing on other things that they not only like to do, but like to put time and money and effort into. Whether that is, you know, I need, we need to have vaccine freedom, whatever else, right? And these are things that I think um, I like to see more of. I like to see more, um, more things, you know, happen, put it into abortion, uh, stopping that stuff, right? These sort of things. But when people don't have the finances to do it, or let's put it another way, let's say people are, you know, would like to put into or spend time on this or put money into this or whatever else, but they can't because the inflation and everything is so crushing that they can't go out and figure and they have to go and work on trying to figure out another way to keep their head above water. And when you do stuff like this, um, when the government does a whole bunch of this stuff and, you know, the government is the main driver of a lot of these problems, right? And you could say, you know, the extra spending, that's a problem, everything else. I get it. Spending is a problem in our government. Stimulus, you know, does, can contribute to these things. It could also not have a big effect depending upon how you're running the economy, right? And, you look a little bit at um, Argentina, right? They had, what, a 50%, 53% increase of their um, current inflation on their currency yesterday. They, you know, are cutting a whole bunch of departments. They are having major issues because they've ran a deficit for 100 years. And, you know, there is, the guy down there is cutting some stuff, but he also had a problem or also met i don't know if it's a problem all also met with the uh, you know the international bankers which is always a oh man what are they going to do here but you know i we're going to have to wait and see to see how this all turns out right he's more of a libertarian side thing but 
here in the United States, let's focus on us. We're 32, $33 trillion in debt already. And you can say, well, they went on for 100 years. But at what point do you have to be like, you know, we're down to the same problem, the same issue that Argentina is in, just we're not there for the multitude of time, right? We are um, here already based upon just spending too much, giving money to other countries that we didn't have. Um, you know, not that they are even enumerated to do that. But you, you come into this and being like, they had to do a whole bunch of just cutting stuff and just getting rid of it. And the problem is, is that they're still going to have inflation, right? They're still going to have um, a, what is it? They're still going to, they're still going to have these things until they get the, their debt and everything else underneath control, right? It's, it's kind of, it's more of this debt side of things is a huge problem in the economy. Now, I hope people are, you know, able to do a, a benefit and see, you know, we have to call, call our representatives and senators and be like, you know what, if you're not going to cut the debt, you're going to be out. And maybe that's what's going to take because right now people in government think they can spend, spend, spend. We saw that Zelensky's over here asking for more money again. You know, this is just, just stupid. I, 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 I don't get all this money being asked for. Right? They're trying to do the NDAA with the FISA, with expanded FISA, and all this other stuff. Right? And expanded government surveillance. I, I really think that people that vote for expanded surveillance, that people that go through and actually do this and spy on Americas without a warrant, they actually should be held just as accountable as, you know, it's just, you know, going without a warrant, right? This is my uh, thing is that they should they should go down this rabbit hole. Rabbit hole. They should be held to that same standard because, to me, this is a... Um, it's a detriment to, you know, the God, your God-given rights. So th this is, you know, one of those things where we we have to work together on this. We have to uh, bond. You know, I saw one meme that said, you know, it, uh, there people are saying there isn't much I can do, said the 7 billion people. We have to realize we're a large body of people. They, when you, there's a what is it, the dot video? If you go on YouTube, type in like dot video where, you know, the dots, you know, form together of the population, but one dot is very small and the government tries to throw itself around being like this almighty when there's way more many dots. Um, it's a great little video, but it's, you know, it's something that needs to be, uh, I think more people need to show um view so they understand how powerful the people are right we are a representation of a government but we are a we are the government the people are the government here in this country it's not we the governments we the people right the people are the foundation of it and that's how we have to say um that's where we need to kind of pay attention to things and to be able to go and identify and move forward. And so hopefully we can, you know, get past, you know, this and start making some headway. Because if we don't, we're going to be in position, you know, from the debt side, from the social side and everything else where it's going to be unsustainable and we're going to have to make hard choices. I know I've mentioned this in other um, podcasts, but the hard choices, I don't think people are going to be want to make or are ready for. 
and when they have to make them, that's going to hurt even more. And people don't realize this, right? Um, I don't get why, because it always happens this way. But I hope that eventually people will understand that this is a problem and that they'll start going through and, uh, and fixing it. You know, I do call my representatives about the 702 FISA, senators about the 702 FISA. I call them about spending, about cutting spending, getting the debt underneath control. You can't just raise taxes because that will become an extra burden on people and people will get even more frustrated, right? You're, you're starting to get at that max tax point already where people are getting upset at their percentage of taxes being spent. You see this all over the place and people are starting to say, I just want my gross, right? Now that's the narrative. I just want my gross, right? Because of inflation, the hidden tax has taken so much of a toll on people. Now people are starting to realize this, right? You need the, the economic freedom is a huge multiplier that then allows us to then go to the next step. So there, there is this thing that we're going to need to kind of clean up um, and being able to this um, uh, being able to, you know, get past this mess we he have here in the United States. I'm sure other countries are in this same mess. I mean, I see the debt ratio and all this other stuff and it is just um, um, it is insane the amount of debt in here and that's the that's global bankers kind of doing this right this is why you know so many people say end the fed and the fed right bring that you know you know what is it the senate has the authority to coin and change uh, uh, money senate house one of those two I am blanking on my constitution articles here um, but these are the things that if you were to put it back and everyone says, well, I wouldn't want those people to be able to do it. Well, first off, elect better people. Second off, I think you'd rather have somebody you can call somebody that is representation of from you or your state rather than some entity that has no control and does whatever they want. Otherwise, you know, Congress just call, you know, says, Hey, I need you to, I need to talk to you. You need to be in front and their backbones are so weak that they don't do anything. Right. I don't think that you want that. <laughs> I don't think that you want to see that continue to happen. I think that you'd rather see the um, being able to go through and call somebody, be able to do something. And we have a bigger impact of it. The closer you get it to the representatives, the, the more you get into, you know, what it was like in the three branches of government. The reason why they had that was, one, a lot of the stuff was very close to the people, right? The old, the, the numerate power of power of the purse, right, is by the representatives. You don't have to you need the Senate. You don't need the executive branch. The, the representative branch has control on being what can and cannot be spent. That's it. And the reason why is it's the closest to the people. And I, I'm hoping that, you know, people realize this and continue to push for it because all making calls, I'm actually seeing some stuff out of my rep that now that, you know, I, I've started to call a lot more. And he's starting to say some stuff that actually makes sense, right? I'm not, you know, um, let's see if I can pull it up here today. I saw something here, and th this is, you know, what I like to see is stuff like this where um, uh, he said the House passed stuff to secure our strongest border bill, blah, blah, blah. Um, 
he's no one's above the law, not even the present son. I'm trying to see what he did today that I really liked. Um, maybe it was something he retweeted and I didn't see it. Uh, oh, well, I maybe it was an email. I'm it's one of those things where, <laughs> where I don't remember where I saw it, it was probably an email. But, you know, them going out and saying we need to reduce spending, we need to um, we need to go through and do these things. You know, the the whole idea I had behind was, you know, oh, yeah, he said this, right? We passed the border security measures. Now the ball is in Biden and Schumer's court. My representative said, that's great, right? I, I enjoy seeing one item bills, you know, bills that are, you know, border security, bills that are just NDA, bills that are just, hey, you know, we want to do this. Why? Because then we get a stance on what you believe for that bill. When they lump them together, it's harder to be like what they like. You know, if we don't like the whole entire bill, well, we have to say, well, you just voted on junk anyways. And I, I, I was thinking about this today, or well, a while, but I think it shows if you vote on if you lump everything together, it just shows that you are, you know, a stupid individual. And <laughs> I know I'm being a little harsh here. Actually, I don't know if I'm being harsh, but the the stupidity of this is that when you um, when you go through and you vote on multiple things at once is that you don't have an idea for yourself. You're just trying to vote for whatever the party is or whatever you think is in there. Cause you probably, you, you don't mostly have time to read it and you don't have to study time to get into one issue and to be able to go back and comb through and be like, what do my rep, what do the people, who do the, what do the people I represent say about this? And I, I really hope that eventually um, that we start going, you know, even if we require it, uh, <laughs> require, hey, you have to do this. We, you can only vote on this, you know, one idea. Make that rules in our um, federal government, even state governments, right? I think that we'd have a lot more bills that don't go anywhere, right? But we also have a lot more success at electing better people because, you know, then we can go back and, well, you didn't vote for this, 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 you know, you voted for that crazy thing. Okay, now we have to go through and um, clean, you know, you, you're no longer qualified for that. I get that, you know, people are, people, it's hard to do that. But maybe if we start saying you voted on all these bills that were together, guess what? You're not qualified to be elected either. I mean, that would be, and they could go through, well, we're pushing on, you know, I was pushing for this. You know, maybe that's, you know, one thing they could stand on if they always preach that way. But um, going through and having this ability to be like, we're only doing one item voting right or you, and if you're gonna vote on all these big packages these crs the omnis bills these all bs stuff the you know vote for you know car kill switches and everything else you're out you're out on all this stuff and we just rotate through all these representatives and senators for a lot faster get these people out of politics because they are maybe that is the solution 
I mean, the, the parties are going to be just a mess if that happens because they won't be able to have anybody reliable to do it. And maybe as a population of people, this is what we can get behind. And this is what we have to do is just be like this. I can see an, I can see a scenario right now where Trump wins and all of a sudden, you know, Republicans do horrible. And everyone's going to be asking why Trump won all these areas. And it's it's just because they're not dedicated to being America first. You have to be America first at this point. We People no longer want to see our country, our people suffer in here, right? Secure the borders. Kick the people, illegals out that have illegally crossed, that have broken the law to get into this country. Kick them out. No more sending money to other countries. Let's take care of it first. What we had, oh, oh, a train spill in Ohio, where's that? The fire in Hawaii, where's that at? The, there was something in what Louisiana or Mississippi that happened too, I believe, this week or something. Um, you know, hurricanes happening, natural disasters, you know, all this other stuff. Now, you know, I think states should start doing some natural disaster stuff. I like to get the federal government out of that and enable states, but because of how whacked out we are and how much overspending there is you have this problem and you know you you almost see the person that's going to say we're not overspending we're cutting back we're going to start paying down the debt and everything else they're going to be the you know the change that um, a lot of people are going to be like finally we're getting back on track because right now there's a reason why congress just looks so lowly one because they don't get back on track they don't you know, follow through on their actions. And they're just here to be, um, I don't know, just kind of, kind of in the wind. And I don't think that this is the best, you know, process for them. And it's, it's hurting their potential to be elected again. People say term limits, fine. But I, 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 that's not, um, that may not solve this, right? I would rather see people get you know voted off or you know primary and get out based upon their records then we just say okay here's a here you're you're out of term limits next person up well i i follow and i like the idea of term limits in some place in in some aspects you get the other aspects of oh we're just the same old just a different suit just a different person in that suit over and over and over again, and nothing has changed besides that you kick them out sooner. And that's one thing I really worry about is you you can't get them and kick them out sooner. So we'll see what um, we'll see what this is you know all kind of goes through. I do want to and, and where we get to, I do want to mention one other thing is that Alex Jones now is back on Twitter. Elon Musk has done this. I, I really think that Elon Musk should just say, everyone back on Twitter, and then as you break the law, or and do, I guess it's if you break the law, um, then you get kicked off and just do everything that way. But I don't know how this is um, really all going on here, but th- that's kind of where it's at. You know, you know tr- Trump is... Uh, with everything that came out of that is uh the seven jack smith wanting to get everyone that has interacted with the trump twitter account this is you know the 702 section 702 spying is just constant spying on americans and we really have to we have to stop this somehow um 
yeah, we'll, we'll see how we get to. But with that, I am going to end it here. I do appreciate everyone listening to the podcast, supporting it, uh, The Way Freedom Flies. If you want to reach out to me, it's The Way Freedom Flies at proton.me. Be sure to do that. And until next time, I want to thank you so much uh, for listening. I am praying for you, you out there. And until next time, God bless.